Hey guys, welcome to the Home with Havila podcast. I'm Ben Cunnington, Havila's husband and co-founder of Truth to Table. We have a really special edition on the podcast today. Uh, as you may or may not know, we have an upcoming free beginning of the year Bible study that Havila does every single year. It starts January 1st and this year is no different. Uh, This year's Bible study is called Discovering and Activating My Spiritual Gifts. It's a 15-day online video Bible study. It's completely free. If you have not signed up for it, do it now. It's not too late to join. Uh, We have thousands of people that join from all over the world every year, and it's one of our favorite things that we do. Uh, It's completely free. Uh, there is a book. You don't have to have the book, but Havla's brand new book, Discovering and Activating My Spiritual Gifts, is available on Amazon. You can get it on our store at Truth to Table as well. And that's what we're going to be doing uh, today. That's what today's episode is. She, Havla's actually going to be reading the first chapter. She's giving you a sneak peek into the Bible study It's starting in just about a week from now. I can't believe we are wrapping up 2021. It's crazy. Um, So yes, we're going to dive into that. I'm going to turn it over to her in just a second. She's going to start. We're just going to go through chapter one, give you a sneak peek of the Bible study. And uh, then I will see you again at the end. Again, if you have not registered for the free Bible study, go to spiritualgiftsstudy.com. And you can sign up for free. All right, that's it for me. I'll see you at the end. Week one, discovery. I am powerful. Welcome to week one. I'm thrilled you have decided to embark on the Discover and Activate Your Spiritual Gifts study with me. During the next 15 days, we'll discover your unique spiritual gifts and the undeniable power that comes when you activate them. Week one is all about discovering you have a superpower called the supernatural. We'll reveal why the supernatural matters and what you could be drastically missing in your daily life. We'll also unpack what it is and what isn't a supernatural gift. Let's get started. Day one, me, supernatural? Jesus told his disciples right before his death in John 14, 12, I tell you the solemn truth. The person who believes in me will perform the miraculous deeds that I am doing and will perform greater deeds than these because I am going to my father. Another translation says you will do the same works I have done and even greater works. Let's stop there. Listen to the words of Jesus straight from the mouth of God. Miraculous deeds, same works I have done, even greater works. Jesus was entirely God, so he did exactly what he was supposed to do and in the way his Father in heaven intended. Jesus didn't just say we would do the same things he did while on earth. He promised that we would do even more extraordinary things. When we see this passage, it doesn't mean that we will do better or more significant things than Jesus, but that they will be greater. Why? Because of the multiplication of his followers, distributing his signs and wonders throughout the earth would have a compound effect, a supernatural multiplication. Clearly, we can see signs and wonders aren't just a good idea. 
but a God idea. God promises that we will have signs, wonders, and miracles that follow us who believe and go in the power of his name. Jesus continues this after his resurrection by saying in Mark 16, 17, and these signs follow those who believe. Jesus did everything he was sent to do on the earth. Fully God and fully man, he experienced every temptation known to man, and yet he never sinned. Because he loved us, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. The one who had committed no sin paid the ultimate price by dying for ours. He died, was placed in a grave, and rose again on the third day, just like he said he would. He didn't just exit the tomb carrying grave clothes. He victoriously rose, carrying the keys of sin and death. He made a way for you and me to live with him for all eternity. Set free from the punishment of sin, we've been given eternal life. Now let's look at Mark 16, 17. Again, it says these signs will follow those who believe. Those who believe, is that you? Have you given your whole life to Jesus? Here is the evidence of that decision. How do we receive this amazing gift of salvation? First, we stop trusting in our own efforts to please God and begin to trust in what Christ has already done. Second, we ask him to forgive our sins. Third, we invite him to come and live inside of us. Fourth, we ask him to take his rightful place as Lord and God of our life. And fifth, we desire to turn away from whatever the Bible says is sin. This is only possible after Christ has come to live inside of you. Jesus is saying to you and me in Mark 16, it's your turn to carry on the work I've started. I'll be in heaven with my father, but I'm not leaving you unprepared. I'm empowering you. Simply broken down, God is empowering our natural to be supernatural. The supernatural is not to be used for selfish gains or our own ego. We are asking God to use us in the supernatural realm for his purposes and to draw others closer to him. The world is fascinated with the paranormal, supernatural, ghosts, and the unseen. We too, as Christ followers, can misunderstand and be confused about why or how to use the supernatural. Ministering in the spirit realm should flow from a relationship with Jesus, motivated by love, care, and compassion. Do not be deceived. The enemy knows how to distract us when the supernatural becomes more important than our relationship with Jesus. So in this 15-day study together, we'll learn the following. How to be led by the Spirit of God and activate a Spirit-led life. Second, we'll discover specific keys to releasing a greater anointing and power to move in the gifts of the Spirit in our everyday life. And third, we'll learn to balance authentically our spiritual gifts while not elevating them beyond their purpose. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, why don't we see more signs and wonders following believers? So remember, here's our key points. Jesus didn't say we would do the same things he did while on earth. He promised that we would do more extraordinary things. Signs and wonders aren't just a good idea. They're a God idea. I've been set free from the punishment of sin and given the gift of eternal life. Jesus said supernatural signs and wonders will follow those who believe. 
God gave us the supernatural realm for his purposes to draw others closer to him. The supernatural should flow from a relationship with Jesus motivated by love, care, and compassion. The enemy knows we can be distracted when the supernatural becomes more important than our relationship with Jesus. Read Matthew 7, 11. If you then, though you are evil, know to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Today, ask the Lord to open your heart and increase your ability to receive from him. Thank him for the gift of his son, Jesus. Thank him for the cross that made a way for you to come to him. If you have never asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior of your life, now is the perfect time. Take a moment. Please pray this out loud with me. Lord Jesus, I want to stop trusting in myself and what I can do and start trusting in you and what you have already done. When you died on the cross for me, I know that I'm a sinner and I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to forgive me and I invite you to come and live inside of me. I want you to be my Savior and my Lord, which means being number one in my life. I want to repent and turn away from everything you and the Bible call sin. And I totally commit myself to obeying you every day for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus. You're a believer now. You can walk in confidence that you will hear his voice today. As you go throughout your day, focus on this truth. If Jesus has a message for me, he knows how to get it to me in a way I will understand. Respond. 2 Peter 1.5 says, For this reason, adding your diligence to the divine purpose, employ every effort in exercising your faith to develop virtue, excellence, resolution, Christian energy, and in exercising virtue, develop knowledge and intelligence. I love how Peter puts it. We are to add diligence to God's divine promises. It will take every effort to exercise our faith. Why? Because it helps us increase our resolve to be free. It will cause our energy and virtue to grow. I love this point. Diligence is a God idea. Hard work is something that he divinely orchestrated to help us get where we needed to go. To build a life that protects that which matters most is going to require me to be diligent. I may not have been trained for this, but God made me for this. If I give him my full attention, I will have a breakthrough. Our final stop today is to commit ourselves to the following. I promise that I'm going to follow through with this three-week journey. I may not have understood this before, but each time I commit to myself and follow through that commitment, I build trust with myself and trust builds confidence. The opposite is true too. When I don't follow through with what I've told myself, trust is broken and it leads to insecurity. On the next page is a spiritual life contract. Would you take a moment before signing this? Think about what it will take and the sacrifice you will need during the next couple of weeks. In order to follow through, count the cost. Once you've signed it, put it somewhere you can see it. Rip it out, post it on your bathroom mirror, your office cubicle, or anywhere you'll see it daily. I promise you will have a ton more confidence just by following through with your commitment. My spiritual journey contract. I declare that I must lead in every area of my life. 
I will no longer settle for living a life less than I know God has called me to. I have had enough experiences living less than my best. I know it's time to change. God has set me up for success. I will dedicate myself to enrich the quality of my life from what it is right now. I will persevere through any circumstance by acting upon the healthy mindsets outlined in this Bible study. It is time for me to be empowered. I will not leave any unhealthy perspective unlearned and I will relentlessly work to empower my life and push beyond my known limits into God's marvelous provision. I'm responsible for shaping my destiny and I believe I have been entrusted with the ability to see the study through. I understand that the only way to experience real success is by having an excellent mindset. I'm willing to vigorously work to create and achieve this goal. I'm ready to love my life in the never-ending journey of self-growth using the unlimited power of the Holy Spirit. I'm ready to attain a burning desire, a compelling vision, and a passion for the life that only God can provide. Sign and date. Okay, guys, what do you think? Chapter one, pretty good start to the Bible study. Uh, I can't wait till to really dive into this whole topic uh, starting January 1st. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and getting a little bit of a sneak peek into the Bible study. Uh, we'll probably be dropping more chapters on this podcast uh, over the next few weeks. And so you just 